Welcome back to the BEM Podcast. I am Samantha James, and I have with me Antoine. What's going on, Samantha? Um, you know, Brian couldn't join us today. Um, conflict in schedule, so we're going to hold it down. Shout out to B. He'll be back. Um, so today, they, they, they get us. Uh, what's going on with you? Not much. Can't complain. Um, let's see. So today is Tuesday. Um, things are good. I, can, I honestly don't have anything. Uh, well, I can talk about the weather real quick. <laughs> it's been hot as fuck. It's hot everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, the global warming, I'm assuming that's still going on. But yeah, it's been this weekend, this past weekend, it was hot. Like, this is the first true heat that I think that I felt thus far, this season. Anyway. As much as you complain about the heat, this is the first true heat you have felt. Oh, because it was it was a different type of heat. No, it it, it, no, yeah, it was this, yeah, this that real summertime. It was that, extremely that, hot. That July, late August, too hot to, to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all if y'all might hear a little some some ice cubes splashing around or something. I I, I don't had a day, so I'm having me a little Japanese whiskey as we record. But I'm I'm good though. It's, okay. it's been a day. Well, cheers to you. Cheers. So really quick, um, today we're going to talk about the pursuit of happiness. But I do have a couple of things that I wanted to ask if you had seen over the weekend. So the first thing um, I wanted to know is, did you see the pastor, Bishop Whitehead, get robbed during his church service at gunpoint? I I saw it. These are all speculations, but I, of course, I mean, evidently that was not random. Um, He knows something he ain't telling us, in my opinion. First of all, why are you and your wife both at church on Sunday morning with a half a million dollars worth of jewelry? No, he said, I mean, yeah, I mean, combined, but both, mm-hmm. meaning both of y'all had yeah. on somewhere around, or maybe he had on 800, she had on two, but yeah, combined, y'all were robbed at church on Sunday for a million dollars worth of jewelry and ain't taking nothing from nobody else. Wasn't yeah. interested in nobody else. And then he get online talking about, and I followed him. I chased him. Why? Yeah. Well, from what I read, because I, I wasn't familiar with his pastor and his church as leaders of tomorrow. Um, he's, I guess he even uh, responded to the media coverage of them referring to him as being extremely flashy. And I guess he's known to be like in Louis Vuitton suits and really flashy cars and a lot of jewelry. So he's very extravagant and out there. And his response to them calling him flashy, he's like, I'm not flashy. I just like to buy what I want to buy. And it's my prerogative. Slim, you had you and your wife got on a million dollars worth of jewelry at church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. If that's not flat, I mean, you got to accept the fact that, yeah, that's flashy. Like, I mean, I get it. You don't, you may not consider it flashy. You consider it you. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of this, a whole nother subject. I get the um, members of the cloth that do that to make a statement. And, you know, like I'm blessed abundantly because I'm a vessel of, or I'm a messenger. And, you know, if everybody just believe, like we believe you can live your most abundant life and all that. 
but still something just seemed off about it. They ain't robbed nobody else in the congregation. Mm-mm. Nobody they ain't want nothing from nobody else. You mean to tell me you was the only one at that church service with a nice watch? Nah, yeah. nah player, you might owe somebody some money. Somebody might have came to get, to, to get you. You might be playing with somebody on on, on repaying some debt or something. That's well, just he, me. That's just me speculating. Well, he put up a $50,000 reward for information and he's asking for them to, he's saying, I forgive you. Just turn yourself in. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. But yeah. Damn. So yeah, that, I, that, when I first saw it, I was speechless. I was like, wait, wait a minute. What now? Like I, I didn't, I'm, I couldn't believe what I was watching. But yeah, that that looked like when they uh when they robbed that benefit dinner on power when they ran up in, in the club <laughs> and, <laughs> and they had somebody in every corner behind like, yeah suited and booted yeah but anyways the only the other thing that I saw this weekend which I thought was beautiful was the trailer uh Wakanda Forever the Black Panther trailer the sequel um. It looks like it's. I mean, it it looks like it's gonna be great. I mean, I, I don't put anything past you know Ryan Coogler, but yeah, it it and it gives it gave me all the feels. Like you know, I'm a raw nerve, so it's you know. But yeah, it it was good. It's good. I don't think it'll disappoint just because they know, um, they know how important it is to to execute this after the passing of um damn his name is is uh Chadwick Chadwick Boseman yeah they know how big of a deal this movie is how great the first one was how it was looked at and looked to by so many people yeah who he was what he stood for for kids and stuff yeah so I don't think they'll drop the ball with this um it it does look like it's gonna be good though when is it no is it November 11th or November 22nd don't get me know it's November it was either it was either the 11th or the 22nd I think it was 11 11 22 so I think it was November 11th um this year yeah and it it looks great so looking forward to it yeah I am too so and yeah, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from the little snippet that I heard on the on yeah. the trailer, how they had mixed. What was it? They was playing Kendrick Lamar's "Be All Right" verse over uh, a different rendition of uh, yeah, no it, was some, woman, it was somebody no, else's no song. No woman, no cry. No woman, no cry. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, the soundtrack might be dope. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, looking forward to it. Yes, yes. So the pursuit of happiness, like the movie. No, like what we're about to discuss. <laughs> Speaking of that really quick, side note. So I've been seeing a lot of the memes, like people are really mad at Will Smith because ain't nobody heard Summertime this summer when you said the movie Pursuit of Happiness. You, you're Saturday. right. Like I come to think of you, you ain't heard Summertime on no radio station, not on satellite radio, nothing. We don't been, we we damn near August. They ain't playing mm-hmm. Summertime nowhere. Come to think of it, I ain't seen no movies just running on none of the movie channels. And they mm-hmm. like you. You always used to see a, a, a random Will Smith movie on Enemy of the State. Um, what's the one that I really like that I tell you you should watch all the time? Um, when they talk, when they they convince him that he's losing his mind. Concussion. No, um, man. Oh, Collateral called. Beauty. Beauty, yeah, Collateral Beauty. Great movie if y'all haven't seen it. 
Um, but yeah, you just don't when when you send me that meme about nobody playing summertime, I was like, damn, I haven't heard that or seen Will Smith movies anywhere. So yeah, they they really trying to. I mean, it ain't like y'all can hurt them now, but they they really trying to make a point. Did you see that um at that show that Kevin Hart and Chris Rock did last week with Dave Chappelle came and opened up for them? They Kevin Hart gifted uh Chris Rock a goat named Will. I Smith. saw I saw uh, still shot photos, but I didn't see like any clips or anything. But I heard it was great. Yep. So the pursuit of happiness. Tell me more. Well, what does it mean to you? The pursuit of happiness, what it means to me. Um, what you are willing to do and withstand in the big picture for like your overall happiness, um, just to live a, a happy, well-balanced life. Not a, you know, not a quick fix, not to feel good in this moment. Like the word pursuit is something that you are um, in search of or in uh, on on a path of travel of some sort on your way to. And I think so many people focus on where they, as you should focus on where you're trying to get to. But a lot of the time the celebration and the beauty comes in the pursuit of things that we really want because there's so many lessons learned. Um, you know, you get, you, you're hurt a lot of the time where you have to suffer, you know, tough setbacks. But once you actually attain certain things, this, this happiness or peace that you're looking for success or whatever it is, you can look back at those things and smile about them. Like, damn, I really made it through all of that. So I think, um, the pursuit of happiness is really what you are willing to withstand, go through um, what type of discipline you're ready, you're willing to um, exert to have what you really desire in life outside of material things. Yeah. So I guess with me, just like people, you know, life in general. And a lot of what people are experiencing right now with inflation and like, you know, lack of rent control and food prices, COVID, what now monkeypox, and now they're trying to say polio and, you know, just everything that's going on, the war, um, Roe versus Wade, just everything. It's like all that is going on, is it making it harder for people to continue to pursue happiness within themselves or think it is people have people are having a hard time even um thinking about like people are just treading water now so it's like i think we're being conditioned to settle for getting by or just doing good enough just existing yeah Yeah. So no, I just, um, for me, you know, I've just, I think even just with my own thing, like what do I want to do next or like what I think about for like 2023 and, you know, like I had some disappointment with, uh, trying to buy a house because of the interest rate and Powell and the fed and, 
you know, all of that. And then, you know, I have some friends that, you know, are making different decisions about like moving and, you know, taking another job and, you know, just different things like that. And it's like, so are we doing these things to, are we pursuing happiness? Is it just survival? Um, Is it like, you know, for me, I keep saying like, I would love to be able to work abroad, not necessarily live abroad, but be able to, I don't know, maybe quarterly be able to work a week from like a beach in an island or something like that, because I feel like I need that different air just to feel a sense of happiness outside of what I try to create for myself at home, you know? And I just wonder just with everything that how heavy stuff is now, are people still pursuing happiness or is it hard for them to navigate, to try to, because they have so many obstacles in in that path like in that way you know so let me let me, let me ask you this uh because I, I do have a i think this is a topic that we can we can touch on a lot of different things and scenarios um i want to ask you and because when you talk about pursuit of happiness, it's like in the overall scheme of things, like what would make you generally happy, like pursuing like your, um, I don't know if I would call it like ultimate happiness, but okay, let's just, let's, let's take the movie. For example, you had a man with a family struggling to be a provider, um, really just, He's like caught up in the day to day. Just I just want to keep a roof over my 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 family's head. You know, I'm I'm not where I want to be. My wife gives me a hard time. My wife left him to take care. You know, to take care of his kid. He had a uh, what was he was selling some sort of machine. He was a salesman mm-hmm. of some sort. Mm-hmm. And then you know came across a guy driving a Ferrari, I believe it was. Asked the guy what he did for a living. You know, like because this looks like something um, this looks like a life I want to live. And I just want to know how attainable it is. And he did everything in his power. And I mean, and the good thing about it, this was based on somebody's story. This was based on a true story. He did everything in his power. I mean, sacrificed, you know, slept in public bathrooms, like whatever he had to do in that pursuit of happiness and you know, the, the end of the movie when he was um, hired as a stockbroker for that firm, you know, the, his pursuit of happiness didn't stop. But he just took that second to be so grateful that he had to shed a tear in that moment because of what he had gone through to get that. Um, and, of course, and, and it's not always that dramatic um, and what we're all looking for. But what what is like, what's one moment that you can pinpoint when you had to make a decision or really get disciplined? Or, I mean, a lot of times it's simply a decision because I think what a lot of people do not suffer from, but in our pursuit of happiness, when you really start to put yourself first, a lot of people try to convince you that that's you being selfish. Mm -hmm. 
So what what is the situation where you like really had to sit down and decide I'm doing this for me because I believe this is what's best for me and will make me happiest at this time? Uh, when I left California. Was I mean, well, I don't I mean, was how hard of a decision was that or did, it was, was extremely hard. It was extremely hard because, you know, I left California. I'm not going to say my age, but I left California was all I'd known. I mean, I had traveled, but, you know, I was born and raised there. And, you know, there were a lot of uh, things towards the last couple of years that I was there that helped make my decision a lot easier. But um, I wanted to do that for myself. Like it was scary, um, but I was so miserable in California. Like, I felt like I was in a really dark place. I was at my lowest point. I was miserable. Um, No spark of happiness was going on for me at that point. So when I moved here, even though for like the first six, seven months, I didn't know anyone outside of my mother because she had moved here years prior to me. um, It was a, it was refreshing. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was refreshing to be able to actually just work on and focus on and kind of dissect like what I had just left from, how it shaped me, how it molded me, what I wanted different um, and what I needed to pursue to find this level of happiness. And I think that that's, um, therapy helped me as well. Um, I think that that's where I see a lot of people struggle um, nowadays is I'm a firm believer and it took me a long time to see this, but I've seen it in relationships and I've seen it in friendships and, you know, even within families, sometimes people can only meet you at the level of happiness that they have within themselves. Very true. So in saying that, how, how did a lot of people that you were, or the people that you were closest to in California take that news that you, and did you consider their input or was this something that you had just decided and then you told people what you were doing? Um, a lot of people didn't believe I was going to do it and it wasn't for them to believe. Like I wasn't there to convince them. I, it was more like, okay, like I expressed it. I explained it. Um, and I didn't even go into depths of like why it was so important to me to like, just start over. You know, I, I didn't feel like I owed that to anyone. Um, the reception to me doing that and the responses that I got. Um, surprisingly, uh, some of my closest people were not happy for me. And that is when you kind of get that revelation that some people are only happy for your happiness if it involves them or it includes them. And if it yeah. if they can't, they can't be happy for you. And that's so what was that. that? Hmm? I'll go go ahead. I'll let you. Finish. I was gonna say that's a that's a it's a harsh reality, but it's also very freeing. Okay, so what I was gonna ask you was, in that case, was that more of a was it more of a I'm not happy that you're leaving, or I'm generally not happy for you? Like I I don't want like being being more so selfish on their part, like 
because again, if this is what you feel like you need to do to be happy as somebody that cares about you, you know, it's going to pain me to see you go. I'll miss you, but I'm happy for you if this is what you really want. And this is going to make you happy if you're not in a great place right now. No, I had But was some... it more so not like, why are you doing that? Why you want it? Like, was it like, ne- like negative in those cases? It wasn't in your face while you're doing it. It was after it was done. Okay. Okay. So there were some, don't get me wrong. Some of my really good friends and people that knew me are like former uh, coworkers or whatnot. Like they really reached out and was like, you seem so happy. Like, I'm so happy for you. Like it was genuine love. But some of my closest people um, truly were not happy. And I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that it was because they missed me or that because I left. It was just because they weren't included in my newness, even though I wasn't excluding them, but they weren't a part of that. So again, that's why I say some people can only be only as happy for you as long as it includes or involves them and you know like I always it it always reminds me of the saying when uh, people want you to do well but never better than them so if they're not there for whatever they're going through um, it's it's a harsh reality but it's very freeing because it lets you know who your people are or and it's and to give grace or to give people the benefit of the doubt maybe it's not their fault. Like maybe they, they can't help it because of what they have going on in their lives or what. And some people have not begun the pursuit of their own happiness because they, so it's like, yeah, we, we can't expect, I mean, genuine good hearted people you would expect to just be happy for you if they really care for you. But some people haven't, you know, begin their pursuit of happiness or just so happy or so comfortable living in whatever rut there. Like I, I read something this morning and it said, you really want to see a crazy person go insane, take all their problems away. So the things that, you know, so many, because so people do allow their problems and their situations to become their identity. So, mm-hmm. so much of the time, that they don't know what to do if you take that from them. Because then what do I have? Like, this is this is who I am. This is how, how I'm identified. And it's, and it's unfamiliar territory. Exactly. It's like, damn, do you even want to be happy? Do you want to? So, yeah, we got to understand. But, I mean, we want to focus on our pursuits of happiness. Um, and if some people have never even, you know, they, they're so deep or so caught up in day-to-day life um and the things that come with that you know life throws you curveballs life is tough like we all go through it but if you have never thought about what would genuinely make you happy outside of saying man I wish I had this or I, I, I wish I made more money or I wish that this was easier I wish like gen like really take some time to yourself and think about what my happy self or my happy life would look like and things that don't add to that or contribute to that start subtracting those things from your life and it's not always easy that's why we shouldn't wait forever to begin this pursuit because we got history with a lot of people that 
in order for us to level up or find, you know, begin our pursuit. That's, that's not going to walk with us on our pursuit. And again, your pursuit of happiness only involves you. Right. And also, sadly, some people truly are not happy for your happiness. At, at and all. It, and it's because they have never found it for themselves. Yes. So therefore, and it's almost like I used to, there was a saying that uh, I always thought was deep when they say some people would much rather remain broken than to fix themselves because of the attention that they receive. Yeah. Yep. And, 100%. And I mean, that's a, I guess, pleasant and beautiful way to put it. But basically you're talking about victim mentality. You know what I mean? That's, that's that, it. That, that's what it is. But and you know, they, they say that the pursuit of happiness is supposed to be a reflection of life and everything that one day can happen to each of us. It was, what's funny is like, I, I you know, like I said, I, man, I've, I've had me a day. Well, I mean a day. So, um, and music, music is my thing, you know, because like you, you put on, it's, it's a, you know, when you, when you having a tough time or just dealing with stuff, certain songs can just, you know, do something for you. So when I went to the gym earlier, um, I, I got a, um, a playlist that I call mood music. And it's mm-hmm. like kind of, I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person that operates like this. A lot of people probably do. When I'm in somewhat of a mood, like not having the, the greatest days, I like to listen to what I call mood music, which is, it's just relatable things at the time. So it's not music that puts you in a better, well, somehow it does happen to put me in a better mood because all of it is so relatable. So it's like, relatable songs when you're really going through you know like um Tupac quote is you know when you when you're happy and I'm not this ain't verbatim um when you're happy you enjoy the music when you're going through things you understand the music so I think that is one of those type of things. Like when you're really dealing with something and you listen to certain music and it's like, it's, it's all just hitting home because you, you know, you're dealing with, you got shit on your chest, so you got shit on your mind. So these songs are making so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this Jeezy song that I, that I love um, called, uh, damn, I don't, I don't even know what the song is called. Jeezy and Future, I think it's called No shed no tears pretty much like i won't cry something shed a tear shed a tear i won't cry whatever the case is but what jeezy says in this song is it's always easy for people to be happy with you but they may not be happy for you mm-hmm. and we got to keep that in mind like you said when people are can can celebrate and in, in our happiness and enjoyment with us because they're involved or can latch themselves on in some way shape or form they're always good, but when it's, you know, when it don't involve them, this is something I did for myself or over here, they can't always be happy for you. And that's a sign that those are people that we need to subtract from our circles in our lives. Yeah, it's toxicity. You can't tell me, yeah, you can't tell me that you care so much about me and you want to see me win, but if I do it without you, you're not happy for me. Mm-hmm. And... That's it's a something. level of toxicity that people that's the people hate to be called toxic and some people and some people use the word so loosely and they Maddie. be the one they be the ones that's toxic Egg, trying to exactly. call somebody else toxic but, like a... but um i think the 
in the pursuit of happiness or just being happy, like you don't even have to pursue this. It's energy based. So if you surround yourself and you are around people that like genuinely love you and cheer for you and want you to be the best that you can possibly be and you win, everybody is like winning. They may not be getting what you got or just what you just won, but that energy, like it can bounce off of like, you can inspire me to want to do this or you can inspire me to want to do that or I can help you get here or, you know, like, it's kind of like when you walk into the room. Take from it. Right, but it's like when you walk in the room and like me, but again, I'm a raw nerve, but you walk in um, the room and you see a whole bunch of people just like laughing and giddy or whatnot. That kind of makes you like smile too. Like, damn. Yeah, it's like, so oh, funny. this is, yeah, this, you is know good, I mean? this is good energy. It's yeah, good like, energy, I like, yeah. I like this crap. You don't want to be in a dark environment where everything's just so negative and unhappy. And, yeah. and a lot of people- always, a lot of people have to be willing to accept the fact on your pursuit of happiness, it's just going to be you. It's going to be people rooting for you, but that's your pursuit. Mm-hmm. So we can't allow others to knock us off our course because in you pursuing your happiness, it appears that, oh, you've been selfish or you don't have time for this or no, like folk, put yourself first. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself. There's nothing selfish about putting yourself first. Mm Because if you can't find your own peace and happiness, how are you ever going to be that for anybody else? Not that, and not, not this you, and that's not your job to be that for anybody else, but you can't contribute to that for anybody else. If you don't have it for yourself. And that's Mm -hmm. something that's like, you can't be it's it's tough to move yourself out of situations where that is the case um and these are people that you care about or have history with but you got to decide is your pursuit for your own peace of mind and happiness important enough to do that because we don't know what's waiting for us on the other side of what we need to get through like yeah. we, a lot of us are, are holding up our own blessings by staying in places and relationships and dealing with people that mm-hmm. are hindering our pursuit. Hindering like, your growth too. 100%. Like, I mean, I'll, I mean, even, even in my, my own um, pursuit of happiness, man, when I was younger, there was absolutely nothing I would not do to be the provider that I wanted to be for my kids when they were young. Mm-hmm. I'm talking man. I done worked two full-time jobs at a time. I was for, man, for four years, I delivered the Washington post. I was getting up two 45 in the morning to be at the newspaper warehouse by three 30 to deliver hundreds of newspapers, seven days a week, holidays, rain, snow. I did that for years because like my my full-time job just wasn't enough for me to provide in the manner which I wanted to provide. And it wasn't about spoiling my kids or it was just so they don't have to be worried or like just taking care of my family. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. And it's like, I'm going to do this until I find a way to do something better or do like, it's like whatever, whatever it takes. If it was, if I had to deliver pizzas or work at McDonald's, whatever it was, I was going to do that because it was about 
me bettering my situation and creating more opportunity um, just to take care of my family better or, or just to be even more, be more financially secure until I work myself into the position that I'm looking to work myself into. But that, that was always a plan. Like I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be, but I'm not going to just sit around and wait for that to fall in my lap. Right. And, no, I, and, and I, doing all of that, it created a different level of discipline in myself mm-hmm. to where that allowed me, okay, if if I can do this every day, and I hated doing so much of it, but when I, when an actual opportunity presents itself, or every time an opportunity presents itself, now I'm like, okay, I want to buy a house. I want to you know, make X amount of dollars a year or just the, just the idea of living comfortably and not mm-hmm. having to do these same things. Mm-hmm. It creates a different type of uh, discipline and hunger in you to achieve. Like, so, uh, and I'm saying that to say, when you put these things in action, like map out what you want, what you're trying to get, what's going to make you happy. And then you got to start putting action items in place to start doing these things to work towards it because you can say what you can say what you want all day long but if you don't start making changes and working towards it nothing's going to come absolutely nothing is going to come out of that and everybody's not going to see your vision like you said when you was leaving california it was people like well dang why you want to do that why you want to go everybody is not i learned that very early on in my adult life everybody is not going to see your vision so whatever your idea is a lot of the time it's best to keep it to yourself because you would you might tell the wrong people and let them talk you out of it or make it make you feel like it ain't worth it. It ain't worth a shot. Yeah, that's why they say don't make announcements, make moves. Exactly, because everybody is not going to see your vision. There man, it's been so many times when I mean I've shared ideas on just different opportunities or things that I wanted to do with my wife even and now that she was negative about it she just didn't see it mm-hmm. it's like no nah, I think this will really work out and it'll put me and put us in allow put help me to put us in a better position to do x y and z and it's like that don't make sense that sounds stupid but your vision ain't like everybody don't have your vision mm-hmm Every, like so you got it you got it you be willing to bet on yourself like I'm always bet on myself but that's because I know the lengths that I'm willing to go in my pursuit of happiness like right. well and I mean just to touch on what you had said I mean since I've known you um I think it's admirable um I've seen you level up year after year career wise and you have a phenomenal career like and I'm just like, well, he gonna keep going. <laughs> like, you know, and I mean, and I'm not just saying that just because, you know, who you are, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I've seen, I've been witness to like the And fruition, when you met me, the, and when you the met fruition me, of it all. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, I I believe I deserve all these because that's another thing you oh, got in, in order to be happy. You got to believe you deserve to be happy and have these things that you're seeking, like that you deserve these things that you're seeking for yourself. Because when you met me, I had a job I hated. Yeah. I hated that fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I hated that job. 
I got, I was trying to do, I would have taken any job to get out of that job. Yeah. And it's like, that's another thing. Like in my, in my pursuit of happiness, like I'm, I'm very like, you know, how you see, you know, those memes and things on, on, on social media, where it's like, remember when you prayed five years ago to be where you are now, to have mm-hmm. what you have now. I yeah. don't, that, that is not overlooked or forgotten when it comes to me. Like, so on, on tough days or, you know, days, yeah, it's humbling. Like, it's- I don't know, but I remember when I was willing to take any job to get out of that position that, I mean, I was talking about, like, I mean, when I say any job, like just thinking about the jobs that I was applying to while I still had that job before I was hired in the position that allowed me to work myself to the position I am now. Like, I got to think back and I was like, damn, I'm happy I ain't get them jobs. Yeah. Because it w- I would have been so relieved to be out of that position that I hated that I might not have looked for a job for a year or two and might have might not have been put placed in this position where I was allowed to really showcase my talents and my work ethic to work myself to where I am now. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I never overlook that. Like sometimes when things don't appear to be working for you, or happening fast enough, it just might not be time. Like you, you gotta wait on your blessing just to look. Just yeah, it may not be longer. the one for you. Yeah, exactly. Just a little bit longer, like, but never give up on on your pursuit. But a lot of people have to start their pursuit, and starting your pursuit requires you to um, not so much not care about what other people have going on, but not to let other people's not not you you got to detach yourself from some things and some people but you can't let other people's situations overshadow what you're trying to work towards mm-hmm. um and i was having this conversation with somebody a little earlier today it's like it's, it's very hard when you have other people that depend on you and you know people depend on you so you know you you kind of you know these people depend on you and when you got to start telling these people no sometimes for the betterment of yourself or your own situation, mm-hmm. that's hard. It's extremely because- hard, but I think also at the same time, a lot of people, especially if you're like a, a giver, like a, a giver, like just a very have a very generous spirit about yourself. Um, and I can attest to this because it, it, it was so freeing to finally get out of those tight situations or to finally walk away from those like holds that people had on me. Um, Sometimes your nurturing spirit or your generosity is no longer seen as that person's blessing, but it's more of you owe me this. An expectation. An expectation or they, and they, it turns into like them taking advantage or people, I, you know, I'll be quick to call somebody a user because I've known a lot in my life, but, you know, and it doesn't, and it's hurtful because you don't want to be that person because you do have this generous hey, spirit, when you, you know, when you do too much too often. It's very easy for people to, you know, they, they're, they're no longer in love with you, the person they're in love with what you can do with, for them with yeah they in love with with that hand that feeds them and what you can do for them it's not that you know you you you're more beneficial than anything so and and again a lot of people 
a lot of people with, you know, you see some people with with money or celebrities say it all the time. You want to know how somebody really, really feel about you? Tell somebody no. Mm-hmm. Tell somebody 100%. no. 100%. Because these are the people that, you know, have have been dependent upon you and so used to you taking care of everybody. Just tell somebody no. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to see exactly what they think of you. Yeah. And a lot of the time, that's when you're going to find out how your pursuit of happiness or your success has. It don't change you. And I, that's, a, that's another thing I've had to learn. And I don't have like I don't have no money. I'm, I'm, I make it, I make a decent living for myself. You I wouldn't consider living. myself to have no money. <laughs> I make a decent living for myself. Yeah, but in that, but even in that, I realized like, damn, I can only imagine what people that really have money go through because I've witnessed people change around me with the fact that, oh, he got this, he doing this. He, he had a house this. built. Oh, oh, he got it. Like, yeah, oh, oh, he got it. So, and I and I've seen how the requests and the expectations and like from people that I never thought, like, damn, that's how you look at me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just expect it. But you also have to sometimes pay attention to sometimes people can't stand the way that others may receive or perceive you as being such a good person or like a a positive you know person sometimes people don't can't handle people well let me rephrase that people who have not yet found their level of happiness or people who are just unhappy sometimes can't handle how other people view you like oh, yeah. they, they yeah. put you in a positive light and it's like, mm-mm. like they don't like that. Like yeah, no. even if even if it's nothing bad they can say, they think of anything. Like I, I see, I see that too. Not even pertaining to myself. I, like somebody might be like, oh yeah, look, uh, like she really done done good for herself, and yada yada. You had somebody. Well, I remember like, when he, she was sixteen. Ex- ex- exactly. And, I mean, she used to, yeah. she used to work for me. She mm-hmm. it'll be late to work all the time. Yeah. That's like what what that got to do with anything who they are today yeah Yeah. and it's like but i i mean it's it's crazy because i i see that like so clear like that is so clear to me now just in the the past you know like the past couple of years like i've i mean i I, i've done okay for myself Mm -hmm. um and in that i have seen some people around me change change like damn like like this, 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 and I mean, I, I'm not downplaying it all. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the position that I am, and the, 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 you know, my, my, um, my position, my career. So I'm not gonna be like I was about to say this little bit of money I made. And, and again, it, like, I'm about to say, well, shit, give me your career. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> I mean, this, I got a good career too, but I'm like, hey, this, um, I'll take yours because I yeah, can like, stand the, my boss. This position that I, you know, that that I, and I again, I, and I, I, I hate that I see some people downplay it like I haven't done, like, you don't know what I had to do to, to, to work myself into this position. Oh yeah. I saw, um, the, I saw the work. So it was like, nah, like I, I worked for this. This is something I, I wanted. So I, I work, I don't even have what a lot of people consider the necessary uh, training for 
some of the things that I do at work. But I worked again, like I, I'm, to I'm a sponge. Yeah. I like, I made it my business to to do these things and you know be the best that I could be, do these things to the best of my ability. But you don't have like people don't understand in a lot of cases just how hard, you know, you make things look easy to a lot of people. A lot of people want your position, not knowing what it took to get there or just how much you deal with to maintain whether it be work life or just like you like Samantha was just saying the way that people love and adore you mm-hmm. it's like oh y'all think they like this well I, I could tell y'all something like don't don't ruin don't try to ruin the way people look at other people because you're not happy mm-hmm. yeah and I think at the end of the day for me uh just going back to my pursuit of happiness and, and don't get me wrong my pursuit is still long <laughs> like there's still a lot of stuff that I want to pursue, but I'm happy where I'm at. You know, I'm thankful and I, I consider myself to be extremely blessed to be able to withstand all this heaviness that's in the world. And you got much more happiness coming. Yeah. And much, I whole and more. I wholeheartedly believe that. But it was something that uh you were saying about like, you know, certain things passing, um, how there were things that you wanted that you didn't get or whatnot. And not to get all spiritual or anything, but one of my favorite quotes is um, when you get what you want, that's God's direction. When you don't get what you want, that's God's protection. And Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly believe that. So sometimes, you know, things don't pan out the way that you wish for them to. And I can totally attest to that when I was trying to find a job out here before moving. And I was so thankful that the one that I want, because when I didn't get it, I was heartbroken, but it was just because I was so eager to get out of California. Um, but I was so thankful that the doors opened for, you know, the career that I'm in now when I got here. So, yeah. And I, and my takeaway from all of that and like having to let go of some negative beings and sources and energies that were in my life or whatnot is I really feel like life is a journey and everybody can't come. Everybody's journey is different, but everybody can't come on my journey. And I'm okay with that. For the longest, I tried to hold on to people because of, you know, our history or like longevity and like, you know, like, oh, we have so many memories and we had and seasons. Yeah, people are here for seasons. Yeah, lifetime, season, or reason. So I've, I've learned, I've learned a lot. I've met some beautiful people on my journey and I watched some of them beautiful people (laughs) get off my journey. (laughs) So I, I can't, I can't complain at all. And I, and I like my tribe hands down. And I, and I do feel like everyone lives to their fullest potential and they are constantly pursuing their happiness. So I think that's what everybody should strive to do. Everybody needs to pursue their happiness. If you, if you've never, and I I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people have never really felt like they've had the time to think about this or, you know, so much going on and so many people depend on them to think about their own happiness so just take a few minutes every every day i mean you know like a lot of people wake up and pray or say affirmations and all. take a take a minute or two just to think about 
what would really make me happy in life? Like, start off, what would make me happy today? What would make me happy this year? Yeah, what is reflect. my ultimate, like, what does my, what does true happiness look like to me? Just to go back to you talking about when you get what you want, um, would you say that's God's direction? And when you don't get what you want, that's his protection? Oh, when you get what you want, yeah, that's God's direction. Maybe, when you don't get it, that's God's Maybe direction. that's why them people ran into church and took their jewelry off the past then as way. They ain't need it. You know what? Lord forgive you. Ask for forgiveness. Say, Lord forgive me. I mean, you might have, maybe something Mm might have told him. It might have been signs like, hey, you don't need to go be buying all this jewelry. Because it could have been worse. They ran in the church and took it from you. Hey, they robbed you for it on the street with no witnesses. It might have been something different. Now. Yeah, so Samantha, you got anything else for the good people this evening? I do not. All right. Well, in that case, uh, we appreciate y'all listening as always. Please subscribe on your favorite DSP so you're notified when new episodes drop. Be sure to follow us on IG and Facebook at Bemergence and on Twitter at B underscore Emergence. And until the next time. Love, love.